Great morning, everybody. Great morning. I got my uh, beautiful co-host here, Lindsay Wallow. Good morning. Had Who else gets up in the morning and just does a podcast right away but us? <clears throat> it's a great, great start to our morning, huh? Are you done? No. I'm pumped. Aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. I'm um, waiting for Caleb to come back. Did you find him yet? Yeah, he was. He'll, he'll explain when he gets back on here. Um, his hiatus he went on. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, I do have to say though, we did receive some good feedback and comments from last week. So Caleb better be careful, but that is his, uh, co-host spot doesn't get stolen. What do you think? (laughs) Should we let him know? Um, yeah, we should probably let him know, but, but the thing, but the real question is, did they subscribe and leave a review. Yeah, no guarantees there. Man, I'm just saying they can. Anyways, that's for another another day. Um, so this week, guys, um, I told my wife she uh, was to come up with some questions, uh, like like inter like interviewing me basically, um, just so uh, you guys can uh, know me, get to know me a little bit better, and you know I think she's got some things in there about her. Um, probably how she deals with my craziness, um, stuff like that. So, uh, we will, uh, get started here shortly. So first of all, just to clarify when, uh, Cooper says that he told me I was going to be interviewing him. He literally told me like before we went to bed last night. So then we woke up this morning and I didn't have anything hardly prepared. So, this is a lot on the fly, just an FYI. So I I uh, tried my best to come up with some quick questions. So here we go. Are we ready? I'm nervous. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> okay, so I'll start out, I'll start out easy on you. Okay. Um, you and Caleb did um, kind of introduction podcasts in the very beginning. Um, but I just thought maybe that you should give a quick refresher to your listeners, like a little bit of your background, just like, obviously they know you're married, um, but maybe just a touch a tiny bit on your personal life and then kind of give us a background of your work life too. And just, yeah. Wow. Okay. Just so you guys know, I didn't look at any of these questions. So, uh, okay. So a little bit more, uh, background on me. Uh, how far you want me to go back? Like baby, no, or no, 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 no. Like, Just like current, like okay, okay. So you're married. So you have right, two kids. You want to tell them? Nope. Okay. But I'm giving All you right. an example. Sounds good. Thanks for the example. Um, so right now I'm a uh, plant manager in uh, Fargo, North Dakota. I uh, have been working as a plant manager for the last four years um, of my life. Um, I've been working with this company for six. Um, crazy how I got this job. Um, you know, I used to do summers when I was playing football at NDSU. I used to do summers, uh, or work for this, this company. And, uh, I think I did, um, one summer I, I did, you know, assembly work, you know, just doing the same repetitive thing over and over and over again. And I just told myself like, 
I'm never coming back ever. Uh, so fast forward, um, you know, I met my wife, th- you know, during college, obviously. And, uh, you know, the first, the first summer we were together, I didn't work. Um, and she still stayed with me. <laughs> um, and then af- after that summer, she looked at me and she said, you would not be doing that again. And so I was like, I'm not sure that's how it really went. Well, but... Yeah, that's, that's, that's how it went. Okay. That's how it went. So anyways, uh, fast forward. Um, this was, uh, going into my last season. So it would have been the summer of 2013. Um, I applied, you know, I, your last season of what? Of college. My last season of college. Cause I was your last semester of college or last going, going into my I've last summer. Anybody refer to their college as season. So I just wanted to clarify. <clears throat> okay. My last uh, summer of being in college. That does that sound yes. better? Okay, yep. thank you. <laughs> Was 2013, so I went back uh, to Fargo Assembly because I knew I could get a job there. Um, I, it was it was cool because I did a lot of different things. I saw a lot of different things I could do um, at the plant. Uh, my boss at the time. Um, he 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 was he was he was a great boss to yeah he was a great boss um but after my summer was done um he looked at me and said like hey coop um you know we got management training uh you know don't don't forget about us and in my mind i'm like haha never coming back again <laughs> so fa- fast forward to the spring 2014 um looking for something part time who do you think i called again the plant and, uh, yeah, they worked on my schedule. Um, and I mean, the rest is history. I mean, I graduated, uh, they offered me a, a second shift, uh, position, uh, which, I mean, which kind of, it was different, you know, like, I mean, work's work, you know, I'm, I've, I've always been a worker, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't particularly enjoy the hours, but I learned, I definitely learned a lot. Um, that definitely helped me progress a lot faster, um, so yeah, I became a, a second ship super, supervisor. Um, and then shortly after that, I just kind of, uh, climbed the ladder, um, you know, within two years, um, November of 2016, I got, uh, promoted to plant manager at one of the newer, newer facilities. So. So that's your work. Should we, that. should we, should we talk about the, the catalyst that got me off second shift? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was working second shift, me and my wife were not um married at the time. Uh we were kinda living with her with her uh f- parents at the time and once we got married and, and moved into our place, um my wife was like done. Like she was like, You can't do these hours anymore. Um Because I worked during the day, yep. eight to five, and then you would go to work around three and get home at midnight. Yep. So just so people realize like we weren't really ever seeing each other. Yep. And every night I would come home from work and have no one to talk to, no one to hang out with. It was boring as newlyweds. <coughs> I also apologize for this cough that I'm fighting. Um so that that was in short the catalyst. Um it, it, I mean, the story's pretty funny. Um, you know, I kind of pushed the issue a little bit at work, and they—I mean, they worked with me. I mean, they 
you know, move me um, within about a month, move me on a on a first shift at the building I'm the plant manager now. They moved me to first shift, and I was uh, first shift supervisor, and then assistant plant manager, and then uh, plant manager at the at the at the time, or moved up to that pretty quickly. So, okay, so yeah, enough about your work. Um, <laughs> anything else about your personal life, your background that you want to remind us of? Um. Did we talk about how we met? Should we talk about that or no? Nah. No? Okay. Alright. Save it for save it for the next one. Yeah. Got it. That's it. Like we have two kids. We're busy. I'm married, two kids, super busy. Um I you know, I got the plant manager job and then I got a <coughs> you know, a bar gig that I work at on the weekends. Um so yeah, I'm I mean I'm a pretty 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 busy dude, uh, to say the least. Is that is that what you want? Like, what were you getting? Yeah, at? no, that was good. Okay, that was good. We got a little more in depth about your job than we than I anticipated, but that's okay. That's good. Okay. What else? Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So, I will have to say some of these questions. Like I mentioned, I didn't get a long notice to prepare, so they're kind of just all over the place, off the wall. Um, so. Many people don't really get to see this part of you. Um, maybe they do if they follow you on social media or whatever. But since I see it firsthand, you run a pretty crazy schedule. Most people usually think that you're just completely nuts, including myself sometimes. Um, could you explain a little bit more about your daily schedule and how you run off of... I don't know what kind of fumes, but you're just the energizer energizer bunny a lot of days, and I don't know how you do it. So can you just give us a little snippet of your somewhat of your daily routine and how you consistently go at that caliber all the time? So, um, as you guys know, I'm the chisel dad bod, uh, so I love to work out. Uh, that's kind of my way of my Cooper's me time, right? Um, that's kind of how I relieve stress, you know, get clarity. Like that's when I do a lot of my, my big picture thinking is during my workouts and stuff like that. So, um, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, and then sometimes on the weekends, I try to get both days on the weekends, but usually Lindsay shoots one day down. So consistently I'm getting four days, um, at the gym, but during, during the week, um, on my workout days, I get up at, uh, like 4am. I'm up, you know, take my pre-workout, you know, write, write my goals down, uh, for the day. Um, and then I, I just go to the gym, um, in there for about, um, you know, about hour and a half, um, you know, just get in and out and I come back, get ready to go to work. Um, you know, if I work from seven to, to four thirty. um, you know, pick the kids up. Um, and then we get home and it's, you know, ki- kids, family, um, you know, me and the wife, we try to get, you know, 15, 20 minutes in, you know, just kind of see how each other's doing, how the day was. Um, and now, I mean, that's, that's just a, a day during the week. Um, you know, on the weekends, um, you know, Friday, Saturday, I'm, um, working at the bar. So, you know, Friday, for example, again, like 4am gym, go to work seven to four thirty. Um, you know, I come home for a couple hours and I go, go back to the bar, 
um, and, and work the bar hours, you know, uh, you know, when we're currently we're on curfew right now, um, but, but, you know, before the curfew, I was getting home, what, like 4am, 4.30, um, and then maybe get like four or five hours of sleep and then repeat it again. You know, I, I, if I do work out, it's later in that, you know, later in the morning, um, but I still try and get up even, you know, four or five hours of sleep. Uh, you know, I, my wife's in Arbonne and, you know, I, I've been better, you know, just more aware of what's going on in my body, you know, cause I do run a crazy schedule and I mean, health is, you know, you got, you gotta be healthy or you gotta watch what you're putting your to bot into your body, you know, when you're running a crazy schedule. And so Arbonne's definitely helped me, uh, clean up my, my diet, um, a lot. Um, and I would say that's been a big thing to keep me driving, you know, on this, on this crazy, uh, crazy schedule that I, that I run. Yeah, it is crazy. Super crazy. Um, I just wanted to make it clear that I'm not the chiseled mom bod over here. It's, uh, all, all Cooper bringing that. So <laughs> I gotta, gotta try to keep up, but no, he really does run a really crazy schedule, but he's really disciplined to it. And, um, does a lot of things that most people think are crazy, but I've also heard so many people say that the most successful people in the world, um, in any area of their life that they are morning people and they get up early and they do different things, whatever it is in the morning. Some people maybe write their goals down or read or personal development or, um, maybe that's their spiritual time, but, um, that's one thing that definitely you're, you're really great at. And another thing that you're really awesome at is you're always saying like, everybody has 24 hours in the day. Everybody does. Any way you hash it, dice it, slice it, everybody has 24 hours in the day. And it just depends how you decide to spend those 24 hours. And Cooper is pretty good at squeezing out every ounce of his day. Um, even, he even tells me like his breaks at work, he's usually got something planned for that to get things done. Um, so anyways, it's pretty cool. Well, and, pretty cool and to see. just real quick. So on the breaks, you know, like, like my wife said, like, I'm always trying to maximize, um, my time, you know, and my break, like I was trying to figure out how to get more hours in the day for like personal development or just, you know, how can I get more hours and you know, I noticed for a little bit, like, I was just kind of taking my breaks, you know, um, you know, I got two 15-minute breaks and then a, a 30-minute <coughs> break, um, you know, that's an hour, you multiply that over five days, that's five hours right there that you're probably kind of zoned out, and so I was like, man, this is five hours I can use to my advantage to better myself in whatever it is I'm trying to do, uh, whatever if it's like, you know, spiritual, um, you know, personal development, um, whatever, like just, you know, just look at, you know, the hours in your, like every hour, every minute, every second, just look at what you're doing. Can you tell them how many hours I watch TV? <laughs> None. <laughs> he legitly <laughs> never watches TV anymore. Um, not even like 
weekends, football, like nothing. He legitly never. In fact, like our TV, I tell people this a lot now that are close to me, like our TV is never on in our house. And if it is, you can guarantee that it's singing Baby Shark, um, Elsa, whatever it is. It's something for our kids. And the second that our kids go to bed, it's pretty much turned off and we do our thing after that, clean up the kitchen, all the other stuff that we have to do in the evening. And yeah, we, uh, we just don't watch TV ever. It's the time of the li- our life that we're in right now too. There's so many other important things. Um, I'm sure there's some day that we'll be able to watch a TV show or something that we want to, but yeah, yeah it is. It's just a time waster. And we have, when we, um, unless you're watching, work, unless you're watching the last dance. Yes, we did finally make time for that. Yeah, that was made, amazing. But yeah. but when we both work full time and have other things on the side that we're trying to trying to do, um, and then with two young busy kids, there's just that doesn't allow for much time. Or if we did watch it, it would be taking away a lot of t- precious time for us to get other stuff done. So like clean the house. Who has time for that? <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, the next question that I was thinking about was, um, since this is a relationship building podcast, um, that's kind of why you and Caleb started it, ship building. Um, I thought that we would look at a different side of a relationship and I was curious, obviously our relationship is one of the most, if not the most important in your life, um, husband and wife relationship. Um, so I was just curious, like, what is one of the things that you'd either say, like, one of the things that you've learned most about yourself or like through the journey of us being married the last, we just celebrated our fifth wedding anniversary this past July. So about five and a half years we've been married. Um, our oldest child, our daughter is going to turn four this actually this week. Um, so four out of those five and a half years, we've had a child, um, in our life too. So it hasn't just been the two of us. So I was just curious, like really when we're talking relationships, like what is one of the things that you've learned either like about yourself or just a relationship in general or something that you've found you've really grown in since our relationship started? That's a deep one, isn't it? Hmm. You're thinking hard. Man, that got my head spinning. Um, I said, Caleb better be careful. Yeah, he might. Yeah, yeah, he might. Yeah, he might not be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's good. Uh, you know, I would say, um, it's just really studying yourself and your partner, and like, what what do I mean by that? Um, you know before I got into like personal development and like, you know, having a personality coach, um, I never fully understood. I I knew my wife, you know, but like, why does she do the things that she, that she does? Like, you you know, you feel like, you know, but do you know to the core, um, of it? Um, and like, I would say like recommend that anybody, like, especially (laughs) if you're in a, a marriage just to really study, you and your partner, their personality, and, like, what makes them tick. And, uh, you know, understanding that, you know, your your partner is there to compliment you. Uh, I feel like a lot of people feel like their partner is meant to complete them. You know, and I, I, I feel like um, 
that's not the the best expectation. Um, <laughs> you know, you you guys are are one team, and you guys bring different different strengths, different weaknesses. But the whole purpose is to um, complement each other. So then, when you when you look at your score as a couple, you, you guys got everything covered. Um, and that's what uh, Rodney Moore, uh, one of our early ep- earlier episodes, um, talked about. Um, he helped me tremendous, like understanding me, and like just understanding my wife, like on a real deep level, like what she does, like why she does what she does, and um, understanding that I can't put my expectations on her. Um, you know, I I just have to, you know, that's one thing that. I've been learning a lot through this year is like, you know, most of the time we have a feeling or we feel something and we don't communicate that to our partner and we just expect the other partner to know like, and I, and I've just come to the realization that Lindsay, um, she does, she's not, she's not wider like that. I am, I'm the one that's geared the more high energy, high emotion, um, where my wife, you know, she's more analytical. Um, she's more details. Um, anytime I bring high emotion, she doesn't really engage with me because she doesn't like, (laughs) she doesn't like that, you know? Um, and that's one thing I would say that, you know, I've learned a lot through this last year and a half being with Rodney is, um, really understanding you and, your partner, and you might need a coach to come in and, and help you um, do that. Uh, so that's one thing. And then I've, I've also learned is, um, you know, being a husband, you I should be careful how I say this. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, how I believe um, my philosophy is as a husband, you're the, you're the head of the house, Right. Um, so how your how your how your family runs and operates is a direct reflection um, of you, and so as a husband, so I'm always trying to make sure, like Lindsay's, um, she's got her cup filled because I know when Lindsay's got her cup filled, you know emotionally, mentally, like physically, um, she run she's like she's just a better human being. Um, he knows then it's happy wife, happy life yep, at that ha- point. Ha- happy yep. wife, happy yep. life. So I'll do, I'll, you know, <laughs> I, I try to make it a point to, um, have Lindsay take a night off from the kids and like go do something during the week. I'll take the kids, like go hang out with, um, you know, a friend or go to the salon or whatever she wants to do. I said like, okay, yep, this, this day, this is the day of the month. Like after work, go do what you need to do. Come back. Kids will be in bed. Um, and like I can see like the uh, on her face, like to be able to get some time to herself to go do something she wants to do and not just running errands or like taking a bath bath. Like to me that's not really her time, you know. Um I feel like her time is what she wants to do. You know, she can schedule something she wants to do. So that's that's what I feel is like you're always making making sure you're you understand as a husband that your house is a reflection of you. So I'm always trying to, you know, again, like putting her needs, you know, um, ahead of mine, you know, trying to make sure I'm not being selfish with certain things. Um, 
are just are just some things and you know when it comes to the to the kids like just making sure I'm present um making sure the phone is down uh make you know making sure when bedtime is ready like Cooper's present like he's reading like he's playing around um even when I get home like just making sure I'm present you know like one of the things I do now when I pick them up from daycare is I give them give them an orange you know that's just the thing I heard from another uh health podcast that I follow uh Sean Stevenson uh what is it the model health show mm-hmm. giving him a shout yep. out uh only health only health authority I listen to uh uh-huh. but um just giving them something healthy, like an orange, like my radio is off, um, and I'm just talking to him. You know, Cash, uh, he's he can hold conversation a little bit, um, but like with Bray, like I'm always talking to her, cracking jokes, uh, just make, making sure I'm present. I, and I think that's one of the things, um, again, that I've I feel like I've grown to to do is um, do that a lot more deliberately. Like when, especially when they're in the car, the music is off. I'm talking to them. Mom, mommy will call, and we're joking. Um, so yeah, I but I do dread the days when I forget the orange um, because <laughs> they make sure you pay for because that. Bray makes sure I I pay for that. Um, so yeah, so I start, no snack in general is so, uh, ready. Get ready for oh yeah, for sure some fire for sure for sure for sure. All right, anything else? No, that yeah. everything? no, that was good. Okay, sounds good. That was good. Obviously, I mean, we are only five and a half years into our our relationship, our marriage, so we have a long ways to go and a lot to learn. But we've already learned a lot. So, okay, again, remember these questions are really random. So sorry that they're <laughs> jumping all over the place, but um, I just wanted to touch briefly on. It's kind of a no-brainer that uh, 2020 has been a little bit of a downer of a year for many people. It's been challenging. It's been tough. It's brought many emotions for people. It's just been a year. Like, it really has. But I was just talking to someone recently, and it was like, well, you know, even though the year has been tough, there has been some really good small things here and there that we were talking about that have been really good. Um, so I was just curious. Um, I know, yeah, like I said, 2020 hasn't been all roses and rainbows and whatnot, but I was just curious if you have any, um, if you have any, thing you could let us know, like how you have continued to move forward through 2020. Um, I know you and Caleb have, um, you guys have been kind of teasing a pretty big project that you have coming down the line. Um, so I was just curious, like how could you let us know, like how you've continued to move forward and get through what has been probably one of the most challenging years for pretty much the entire world. Uh, man, that's a, that's a strong question. Um, I told you I was bringing it. Yeah, you brought the heat for sure. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a a crazy year, uh, to say the least. Um, but I think it's, it's really how you look at the situation. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, it's also part of the big reason why we don't put the TV on is I love to, I'm very deliberate and intentional about what I'm feeding my mind and my family's mind. Um, I'm very deliberate. Um, and if it's not positivity, um, it's not coming in. And, uh, when this whole, you know, virus thing started, yeah, I would, I would, I would say it was definitely scary. Um, you know, the, the first two weeks, um, you know, I, I was, you know, in the middle of a couple of, uh, you know, real estate deals, um, you know, and then I, I had this, this other project that, um, I was working on, you know, in the baby phases. And when the virus hit, it was just kind of, it was crazy. I was, I was nervous. I was scared. Uh, you know, and it was a lot of, it was, you know, for the first couple of weeks, it was a lot of soul searching, uh, for myself. Um, you know, just kind of looking at some of my past decisions and, and like, uh, Coop, maybe you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't have been doing that. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I, you know, did that for like two weeks. And then after that, you know, um, I just started getting, I just started changing the mindset over like, okay, like a lot of these guys I listen to, um, a lot of guys on, you know, that run big companies and stuff, they always say like opportunity happens in times like these. Right. So I was like, you know, I had this, this project that me and Caleb are working on. And so I just told myself, whatever happens, my next move out of this virus thing has to be my best move ever. And so that's what, that was what I told myself. Um, so I, I felt really strong about this project that, um, I had roped Caleb into. Um, so I just zeroed in on it. Um, I, I cut all the distractions out. Um, I got out of, um, some, you know, all my real estate deals, I got out of them and just focused on this project. And at the same time, I was just studying about, um, money, uh, credit, like a whole bunch of things this year that we had downtime to do now. Um, I studied and learned a lot of these things and, uh, you know, you know, it's going to be, you know, we got about three weeks, you know, before we're into the new year and, you know, I feel like 2020 was a wake up call for me, you know, it was definitely a wake up call for me. And, um, and you got to have that sometimes you get, you got to have those wake up calls, you, you know, to let you know, like, Hey Coop, you've been, you haven't been playing the game the right way. Like you need to, you know, reduce, you know, reevaluate, do some soul searching. And, um, I feel like 2020 has definitely grown me, um, and stretched me in a lot of different ways. Um, and it's pushed me also, uh, but I think, you know, I, you know, outside of the, the coronavirus thing, um, I think 2020 has been a great year. Um, as far as, as far as my, you know, my family situation, um, not to say that we're better than anybody. I, I think we just, you know, I took it upon myself to, how can I turn this into an advantage for, you know, m- myself, my family, like those around me, um, like, how can I turn this into, um, an advantage, an opportunity? Um, and I've, and I've, you know, we're, 
you know, we're on the cusp of uh, doing, you know, bringing something big to to Fargo next year, and uh, we're super pumped. We're super excited. Just got a couple things we got, we're cleaning up this week. Um, but yeah, um, and I would also say like you you got to make sure. Um, one of the things that's definitely helped me is just getting around the right people. Um, getting around the right people, making sure you have the right information. Um, but getting around the right people, um, just the information that I've learned. Um, you know, I I'm part of a men's a men's group uh, that we we have a monthly call just to check on each other, like. You know, we go over like what's the struggles, wins, losses, you know, and we kind of, you know, help coach each other. And I've learned so much from that group um, to doing things that I never thought I'd be doing again, you know, taking a couple of risks on some things. But um, but it's it's like the, the value that you get from people that are doing something different than you or doing something better than you um, is in is invaluable. Um so yeah cool yeah can't believe that we're honestly like in the last month of 2020 it feels like march was just yesterday but also like 16 years ago so it's kind of crazy um this one is off the fly i didn't have this written down but i was just thinking like at the end of the year um as we're closing and on the end of the year and a new year which i think everybody is welcoming a new year with open arms and hoping that it's going to be better than this year. We'll see. Um, but that kind of brought to mind to me, like a lot of people obviously at that time of the year are starting to think of their quote unquote new year's resolutions. Um, I mean, a lot of us know how those end up. They end up being like three weeks into January resolutions, but, um, one of the things I was thinking about was you mentioned it earlier, like you told when you were talking about your routine every day, you mentioned that you uh, write your goals down in the morning. At nighttime. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't, no, yeah. no, he didn't mention that. So I was going to say that Cooper actually writes his goals down every morning and every night before bed. Um, I have I'm... proof. He has a notebook that sits on our kitchen island. Every single day, all day, every day, and I hate clutter, and Cooper is the king of clutter. So that notebook literally sits I think I've there. been better. I, I think there's been tiny... That's, that's for another podcast. Give me like 5%. I've been... I improved like 5% yeah. this year. Yeah, 5 Yeah, I'll give him 5 <laughs> That's for another podcast. But anyways, so this notebook sits on our sits on our kitchen island with all his chicken scratch, how he has it. For oh, his, my God. It's, it's chicken scratch to anybody else, but to Cooper, he legitimately knows it's his goals. And I, I, I think that's great because a lot of the um, people that I've been around who are pretty successful people, whether it's been in Arbonne or whatever, um, they mention that. Like, you have to put your goals on paper they have to get out of your head and you have to put it on paper and now I'm just speaking because I I'll be honest that's something I want to get better at um but I was just thinking a lot of people are going to be starting to come up with their new year's resolutions in the with the uh end of December right around the corner what would you have to say to people who maybe do have some goals um in their minds but what could you tell people the power of writing your goals down even I mean Cooper is an overachiever and he does it twice a day and he'll tell you why I'm sure um 
because of his friend, Grant Cardone. Hey, um, GC, let's Caleb, go. Caleb will appreciate that. <laughs> um, but even if people, if someone was trying to start with once a day, even, or my goodness, once a week, because some people, I think some people are really great with like a vision board or something, which those are fabulous too. Yeah. Those are really awesome. But maybe taking it one step further to writing their goals down. What would you think about somebody adding that to like their new year's resolution? It kind of seems silly because a lot of people are thinking, Oh, I need to lose weight. I need to eat healthier. We know, we know all those things, but this is kind of a different take on that. So I was just curious. What are your thoughts? So the whole reason you write your goals down, obviously, um, another one of the guys I follow, Eric Thomas, uh, he has a saying, uh, uh, people forget paper remembers, write it down. Um, so you need, you need to make sure you write your goals down. One, it puts it in front of you. It holds you accountable and it creates a discipline. Um, writing your goals down twice a day, uh, you know, in the morning, it gets you focused. (laughs) It reminds you where you're going, what the goal is. And at nighttime, it, you know, you just remind yourself like, Hey, this, this is where I'm going. This is what I need to do. Um, and you'll be surprised how many people can't keep that commitment. Um, so for me, it's just it helps with my discipline, writing my goals down and keeping it in my mind. And you know, you talked about the New Year resolutions. Um, like I said, my goal, like I don't believe in New Year resolutions. Um, for me, like with my goals or anybody that write goals, like are your are your goals big enough or if you complete your goals are they going to change your life drastically um that's that's a big thing um that grant talks about he says like yeah people have goals of going to the gym but like like what's what's your goal what's your why why are you going to the gym like and if you complete it is it going to be this big change and that's why people give up on their goals or these new year new year resolutions because it's not really a drastic change it's not going to change and your goals should always push and drive you um you know like and sometimes even scare you like I, like Lindsay laughs at sometimes she looks at myself and is like wow you know um like I, I i write some crazy stuff down but like in my mind if i i'm telling myself i can even get a fraction of that my life will be completely different um so that's a big thing is, is, you know, writing your goals down help, helps with your, your discipline. Um, but making sure that you like your goals are, uh, there's something that will challenge you. And when you do complete them, that you're in a different position, whatever, whatever it is, if you're in like, you know, you come in with a new body or your financial situation is different or you feel better, um, like mentally and and physically you feel a lot better um that's what your goal should be doing um and when you write your goals down you should write them like you've already completed them or like they're um like like you are them like you've already completed your goals that's one thing i do is when i write my goals down i write them like i already own this or i've already done it um and again it just it just puts me in that mindset every day that hey i'm a, B, and C, like, this is already done, like, um, I own this, I do this, you know, so, like, that's, that's what I would say, like, just, just making sure you, you have strong goals, 
your discipline in writing them down and making sure you write them down, you write them in a way that you're telling yourself that you've completed these already. Um, and so that, and that'll, I mean, that'll help you with your day. That'll help you get through those tough times. Um, you know, and, and another thing I'll add is, is for me, you know, I usually write goals sometimes even three times, you know, like when I go through a, when I'm going through a tough time or like something didn't go my way, I just write, write my goals down again. And I just kind of remind myself like, in the grand scheme of things, this issue or this problem that I'm going with is really not going to matter because where I'm trying to get to is so big and so massive that, okay, this coop, you're fine. On to the next one, you know, and that, and that, and that can go in. I'm, I'm kind of going in the left field now, but even like with marriage, you know, and we're still, we're still working on it, but like sometimes, <laughs> you know, me and Lindsay, we have goals and like little things will come up and we always try to, talk through the big picture like what's the big picture you know and it and helps us bring you know um bring us back down uh again not perfect <laughs> at all but um that's yeah so that's what i would say about goals new year resolutions and making sure you have a strong why too like my why my why again is my wife and my two kids um you know seeing the smiles the laughter like knowing that I was able to provide that or do this, um, again, put like that's that's strong motivation uh, for me. So, yeah, that's cool. I just thought it was cool because I think a lot of people have those types of things in their minds. Like I said, whether it's a vision board or you have your goals written on your bathroom mirror or whatever it is, because um, it's definitely something that I feel like I need to improve at, but. Anyways, so <clears throat> that's all I kind of have for tonight, this morning, I mean, whoops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, this wow. morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so learned a little bit more about Cooper. Um, I will have to say, yeah, he he's definitely grown a ton in 2020. He's got his head down to the grind, working on some big things, working hard. Always is. Somehow I keep up with him. I don't know. Not to his caliber by any means. By any means. But, um, yeah. Anyways, what else? I don't know. Is there anything else you want to tell the listeners? Or I wonder uh, if we should put a poll out there if people think that Lindsay should replace <clears throat> Caleb or if we should let Caleb keep his spot. What do you think? <laughs> I'm joking, Caleb. I I don't want to do this. I I'm not good at this. You should you should uh, you should do it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we'll consider it. Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll, we'll think about it. it. Um, you should you should interview uh me and Caleb next week about our the new project about the new project or our uh, I think that'll be good. What we should do? I'm we should. Why this is turning into a week after week? I'm just well. I think I think Caleb is back in the states, so I I think he's we're gonna. I don't think he ever left the states. Oh, you never know. You don't know where he went. Okay. You don't yeah, know. Where he, you don't know where he went. Um, but um, yeah, I I think we should get his wife to interview him. Mm-hmm. Like we should. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. So he like, might have to do it. I think Shoshana should have to. Yeah, do it too. Shoshana should do it too. Like. I think it's kind of a fun change of pace for your listeners. Yeah. Or they, I don't know. Maybe they just think that we're totally off the wall and crazy, but. 
Sometimes a little switch up, mix up, new voice. You never know. You never, fun. you never know. The podcast that I listen to, I think that's kind of fun. So you well, got the real life Lindsay and Cooper tonight. Also, this is not the only podcast you listen to. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay, gotcha. I was just just yeah. making sure you weren't cheating on me with another another podcast. Well, everybody, um, thank you, Lindsay. This was great. Um, I hope so. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I hope people enjoy it. Thank you, um, and everybody have a great and fantastic week. week. Yes, enjoy everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.